Hi, my name is Gordon and some amazing people and I started a church. Through many years of prayer and waiting, we feel God is calling us to empower people to make disciples in every neighborhood. This is our story. Hey everyone, welcome to the Anchor Story. This is day 43 of our church, Anchor Church, and on a future podcast, I'll tell you what the name means and more about that. But as far as most of these podcasts, they are an archive. They are thoughts of the day. They are also things that have happened in our church and how we're doing this. I think most people will take pictures or take video of different things. I've decided to do a podcast because it kind of helps understand what we're thinking. It's able to help you out there maybe with your church or maybe as you jump into Anchor Church, what the vision and the mission and all that is about. And today I'm going to go over what we did today, but then also talk about one of our values, which is boldness, which I think is very important to the Christian culture today. So let me recap a little bit of what we did today which was kind of unique because the family that we normally meet with is the Mejia house, and they were all sick again today, and I just feel bad. It's like you start a church, and then like things break down, people get sick, it gets crazy, but they were all sick, you know, praying for them, and the other family that we joined with, we talked about, should we still meet or not, and we ended up meeting with them, which was great, but instead of meeting in the morning, we met for lunch, which was really cool, and so they were nice enough to come over and bring us lunch. They offered to bring us lunch. Um, generosity. It's another value that we value. <laughs> but they were just super generous with that. We were able to hang out and have a small devotional and just really fellowship in that way. Um, it was also great for me, side note, because I was able to actually watch the Niners this morning. And uh, that was really fun. But <laughs> I don't know why I made that joke. I just thought it was fun. They're 6-0. and Why not? I'm excited. Um, but let me tell you a little bit about that. So this morning, again, we've been going through Romans, but instead of going through Romans, I decided to talk about something different in the Devo because it was my week to lead, but also, um, I thought it was appropriate to kind of talk about boldness in a way. And so we went through the story of Zacchaeus in Luke 19, where if you haven't heard this story, there's a tax collector named Zacchaeus. And most, I think in probably most areas, tax collectors are probably not very, um, uh, highly respected people because they're always taking money, right? And so Jesus is walking through the town and he sees all these people and then Zacchaeus sees him, but Zacchaeus is short. And so he climbs a tree to get a better look. And then all of a sudden Jesus sees him and says, hey, Zacchaeus, I'm coming over to your house tonight for dinner. And Zacchaeus is like, this is awesome. And all the people are gossiping around Jesus that are saying, why are you doing that? He's a corrupt man, basically. And so Jesus ends up going to Zacchaeus's house and Zacchaeus tells Jesus, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay back people even more than what they paid me, and I'm going to turn over a new leaf, basically. And Jesus says, salvation has come to the home today. And that's just a really short, brief story on the story of Zacchaeus, someone who was corrupted but was curious about Jesus, and then Jesus invited himself into his life, and Zacchaeus found salvation. And so it's just interesting because we talk about relationships, we talk about neighboring, we talk about the people on our right and our left all the time in our church and how we can reach them, waiting for God, praying about it, wanting to watching to see what's going to happen and, and hopefully join God in opportunities that he presents us. And so one of the things that we've talked about in our leadership meetings is the value of boldness and how boldness doesn't always come naturally to us Christians. We want to reach people for Christ, but sometimes we don't have that extra oomph, that boldness that we actually need to pray for from God in order to do that. And so actually there's a stat by Barna that just a quick side note, a stat by Barna Research that says most Christians will spend their whole life 
without leading the someone to Christ. And, you know, that's just really hard to swallow sometimes because we as Christians, if we don't want to be lukewarm in that way, if we're all in for Jesus, yet we have trouble talking about Jesus with other people, um, that's just disheartening. But it is difficult. I'm, you know, it's it's even hard for me to to talk to, G- to Jesus about people because sometimes you don't know how people are going to react, and you feel like it's personal against you when it's really they just don't want any of that because they don't feel like that's necessary in their lives. But I think at the same time, for us to be obedient to God, there needs to be an act of boldness and a pursuit of boldness and a prayer for boldness in our lives. And so this story is really encouraging because we're able to look at Jesus, and He looked at a man. And he said, hey, you know what? I'm coming over to your house tonight for dinner. And it's one of those things where who in your life could you do that with? I mean, how many relationships do you feel like you could do that with? And we talked about it today, and we didn't feel very confident in being able to do that, especially with our neighbors. I think often we don't know our neighbors, but part of the devo, the part of the devo that we went over it said it might be kind of out there to invite someone over for dinner, but you could do various different things, you know, like... First of all, you can bring a treat to their house or take a coworker to lunch or just invite someone to be a part of your life. And so some of the questions that we asked are, do you even know your neighbor's names? Do you know your neighbor's names? And I think sometimes it's hard. Many of us don't know our neighbor's names. We go to work and we come back to work, we close our garage door, and then we continue about our own life. And these people around us have committed to living in the same neighborhood. They have certain standards of living, similar uh victories and and similar obstacles in life. And there's just so much to connect with and we're missing out on that. And so there's a great opportunity to build relationships with like-minded people in that way. Um, Also, we talked about, is there someone at church or work who needs you to include them? There's a lot of people around us that want to feel wanted. One of the parts of Zacchaeus was talking about, he, he wanted to feel Everybody wants to feel wanted, and, I, and I'm assuming Zacchaeus as a tax collector felt very alone a lot of the time. And so for someone like this rabbi to call him out and say, I'm coming over to your dinner, he's a popular guy, you know, he was, he was curious, but now he's excited. And so I think when we invite people into our lives or we invite ourselves into someone's life and help people feel wanted in those relationships, that's really encouraging. That's really exciting to do that for people. And the last one, part of the Devo questions we talked about, what are some creative ways that we can invite ourselves into someone's life? And again, it's not to invite ourselves into someone's life to disrupt it or anything like that. It's to invite into someone's life because we want to build relationships. We want to help people be better. I mean, ultimately, we want people to know Jesus too, but sometimes that always doesn't happen. People don't necessarily listen, but I think it's just really encouraging to help better people but also share the hope of Jesus. And so that's, that's what we have decided. We have decided to value boldness because I think what happens out in life is that, again, like I said earlier, Christians want to do things, but they don't, have, they don't have the boldness. And I think the reason why we need to value boldness as a church more than other values out there is because we lack it. We lack it a lot. And how I know this is because if you open up Acts 4, if you open up Acts 4, it talks about the people, um, the disciples who were arrested by the Sadducees. And they basically just told them what was happening in uh, the reason of why they were sharing the name of Jesus. And the Sadducees didn't like that. But when they went back to their to the groupings, the disciples, they told them what happened. And so the church got down and they, they began praying. And you know what they began praying for? 
They became praying for boldness. They prayed for boldness. The church, Peter, and those people, the, the, the foundation of the church, the people who witnessed miracles, the people who were performing miracles, they prayed for boldness. And you think of the, those people who we look at highly in the Bible, who we revere, that they were part of the, the foundation of the church. If they pray for boldness, how much more do you think we need to pray for boldness? People who feel like average Christian Joes. You know what I mean? And so that's something that we've been praying about as a church. It takes a lot of boldness to go out there and just simply to do anything. It takes boldness to start a new job. It takes boldness to uh, make a new friend, start a new school year, um, join a club, just meet new people, just go out to a farmer's market or a fair. Because sometimes people um, in those environments, it's a little scary. But how much more boldness does it need to talk about something that's so dear to your heart and has revolutionized your life and and changed your life um, in the hope of Jesus Christ? And so that's what we do. We talk about boldness. We, we find ways to encourage each other with that. Because if you really believe in something, if you really believe in Jesus Christ, and you read about the Bible, and you read about how he spits out people who are lukewarm, um, the, it's almost a requirement to have this. Because life isn't meant to be comfortable. God is not going to help you through a comfortable life. He wants you to glorify him every single day. And I think... I think that requires boldness. So I hope that encourages you today. I hope that you can pray for that in your own life, in your own walk, to be bold. And even if you're a pastor in your own ministry, how can you implement that in your church? How can you begin encouraging your church to be bold in different ways and not necessarily live a comfortable Christian life, which is easy to do? Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next week. This is the part where we would tell you to go to our website to learn more information about what we're doing. (laughs) But since we're a new church, we don't even have a website yet. So just thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you check out the next one.